listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today is Kay Meyer. She's the founder and director of Family Shield Ministries, here to share the story of Family Shield Ministries with us today. Kay, welcome to The Coffee Hour. Thank you for having me. Okay, I know that you have been, well, you're the founder of this organization, been with it for a long time. And I know this has a a very personal story for you in in terms of its founding. Where did this story begin for you? Where did the idea for Family Shield begin Mm -hmm. with you? It took a long time, but it was there for, for many years. And just the desire to help parents raise their children to know and love Jesus And I know everybody tries to, but there's so many challenges in life today, especially for for young parents that are working and all the challenges that go along with it. And also my heart for evangelism. The two things together kind of combined into what was to become Family Shield Ministries. It actually began 13 years before we became a nonprofit in 1904. This will be our 30th anniversary this year. So it's a long history, and I don't want to go into a lot of history, but what I do like to uh, tell people is that the, the ministry began not through the radio program that so many people think is all we do, but through my writing and speaking from 1981 to 1984, when we finally became a 501c3 nonprofit. And it took me a long time to find the board members that were interested and and to get all of the things in place that we needed to become a nonprofit organization and to accomplish our vision and our mission uh, for those that we reach through our various ministries. What were some of those early years like? What were some of the the outreach opportunities that you had 30 years ago to be able to reach families? I tell you, it's. It, I look at we had in the, on our 25th anniversary, we put a bunch of videos and and pictures together and and put them in in a, a format on the website. And now today, I'm thinking, why don't we do all that now? But I was very connected at the time to Ascension Lutheran Church. We were doing special events for families, and I knew all the people and how to get all of the things together and find other people. And so we did a lot of special events for families. We used to go over to Francis Park and we'd have people come and play music and we would just let anyone that wanted to come, come. And it was, there's so much fun looking back at those. I'm thinking, wow. And then we we had puppet shows and and we did all of this outside of the church, not inside the church, because our ministry is always to reach beyond the walls of the church and just lots of fun things. We did a puppet show and we we had, well, we had a week-long uh, vacation Bible school that we did with adults and parents. And uh, we had some really well-known people come and it was just so much fun. And, but at the, now looking back, I'm like, we haven't done that in 25 years. Why aren't we doing those things anymore? You kind of move on and keep, 
you know, you get busy with other things. But uh, and so we did begin our radio program in 1994. And but all of the things that we do, the educational programs, one of the first things that I did, and a lot of times people don't even know we did it. I edu- I did I did a lot of writing, and uh, one of our first seminars, six week seminars was on helping parents learn to disciple their children in the home. So we still do a lot with that. But that first seminar that we did was a six-week to eight-week seminar. We always adapted it for who we had coming. And it was just so much fun to interact with the parents and and sometimes the children. I mean, we did interactive things with adults and children. And it was just always a blessing. And I still love to do seminars on that type of topic because we we get, people will say, well, nobody ever taught me that. Well, a lot of times our churches don't have time to teach what needs to be taught in the home. And, and, and the parents don't feel like they know what to do. And so it is a process. It takes time. And we're always blessed by the people that come and tell us how they're doing. You know, I took those ideas and and I went home and I tried them. And a lot of times they go, it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. No, it's never easy working with young children in the home. And, and, you know, families are messy and we don't expect them to be perfect. In fact, no parent is perfect. So uh, just some of the things that we like to share. Why families? Why parents? Why it, was it so, is it, has it been, and, and is it now still so important to support parents in their vocation and to equip them with the, the resources that, that you've been doing with Family Shield? Yes, ab- absolutely. Excellent question. Today's world, and I can go back a lot of years, we thought we had problems, but we today we know how much more help we need. God created the family first, and then he created the church. And, and so we know that the most important thing for us and for the Lord is that our children grow up to know and love Jesus Christ. And even if we're not a parent, we have opportunities through teaching Sunday school and vacation Bible school to, to help the children learn and to help the, the parents learn. Because if someone isn't helping them learn, they're probably never going to uh, help their children grow in their faith. And it's so important. I, I think it is the heartbeat of God that families are where he wants us to continue to be and to continue to grow and to continue to love our our children, our aunts and uncles, our nephews and nieces, whoever they are. We have an opportunity to to show them God's love through Christ. In all of this work that you've been doing with families over the years, what are some of the topics, the areas uh, that you've really been able to dig into in order to to teach parents and help them raise their children up in the church? Yeah. 
Well, there's a lot of topics that need to be done. Again, just, I think, being relevant to what they're going through today and not trying to decide, oh, well, we need to teach them this. Sometimes they may maybe need that. But a lot of times we just need to listen to them, listen to their needs, and then talk about those things from a biblical perspective. And I think that's always so important that we remember God's word is the truth. And we need to teach our children, even when they're very small, what it means to have a children's devotion, to have an activity where we can talk about God. We used to do the Play-Doh, and I would make with our young children, you know, what can you do with with Play-Doh? Well, I could make a snake. (laughs) And then we could talk, you know, what what happened with the snake in the garden? And and the children, we, we would make a turtle and talk about the fact that God created all animals and he created a turtle. And just to, to make sure they understand that it's relevant to their lives as well. But we have done a lot. You ask about other topics. We, we do educational programs on a variety of topics, mentoring families and learn, helping them learn to witness. And, and again, for us, learning to witness is going into the home, going into the church, going into the community to to help people know um, what God's Word says and how we can help our families and the families that surround our communities. And that's not an easy task by any means. We've talked uh, a bit about serving parents, resourcing parents, and equipping them for their vocation as parents. What about others who are part of the family or adjacent to the family? You're talking about maybe grandparents, aunts, Mm. uncles, godparents, those who play significant roles in the lives of children, but maybe not necessarily living in the same household. Absolutely. Very important. Grandparents uh, are so important to the raising of children in the faith. And many of them are raising their grandchildren because their parents are not raising them in the faith. I remember my mom, when my sister was married, her husband didn't know Christ, and she took it upon herself to make sure that my sister's children got to read the Sunday school material, and mom was a Sunday school teacher, so she took that very seriously. And and today... So many grandparents are the only ones often that are that are helping their grandchildren know christ and and they need help too, because uh, again, it isn't easy, and I think a lot of times we have wonderful resources available in the church. The Sunday school material is available, and a lot of times there's one little piece that can go home with the children and the parents can read it to them, a lot of times they forget that. And then, of course, we have CPH and all of the wonderful resources that are available through those places. And it's important that we help parents find resources because they don't know where to go. And there are so many wonderful resources through the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate. 
We're learning about Family Shield Ministries today with founder and director Kay Meyer. We'll continue the conversation in just a moment right here on The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're learning about Family Shield Ministries today with founder and director Kay Meyer. Kay, we've talked a little bit about the the history and some of the work that that, uh, Family Shield Ministries has been doing throughout the years, nearly 30 years now, celebrating um, God's blessings as an organization. What is the work of Family Shield Ministries today? What are some of the ways that you continue to support families in their vocation? Well, let me just mention our vision and mission. We changed it just a few years ago, but the, the words have you know, even though some of the words have changed, we still, it's, it's fundamentally what we, what we want to accomplish as we do our work. So we're Christians who care about families and the gospel, transforming lives now and for eternity. That's our vision. And then the mission, we care about families growing in Christ and equip them to witness to each other and to the world. We do that by helping families grow in Christ, by equipping families to witness for Christ, and by witnessing to families who don't know Christ. And that, that's our heartbeat, to, to through, especially through radio, the radio ministry and the podcast, that we can reach people that have never heard the gospel before. And it just reminds me, I hope I have time for a quick story. A lady listened to one of our podcasts on grief and wrote me a two-page letter telling me how much it had helped her. She had lost her husband. And if I could connect her to the Christian counselor I was interviewing on that program. And the two-page letter got to the end and she said, but by the way, I know you're a Christian organization, but I'm Jewish and I don't believe in Jesus. And yet here she was. She had listened to our program more than once, and it was gospel-centered. I I had to re-listen to it to hear the gospel that was so clear in there. And she told me how much it helped her. And we did connect her to the Christian counselor. Now, once we connected her, we couldn't follow up or learn anything else because that's always confidential. But here, God orchestrated this. A Jewish lady in her 80s from Florida asking us if we could connect her with this counselor through Zoom, an 80-year-old lady wanted to be, be connected through Zoom to the Christian counselor that had touched her heart so much. And, and God just orchestrates all of those wonderful ways to share the message of God's love. And, and we, he does that sometimes through Family Shield Ministries. Tell us more about the radio and, and the podcast that you've been able to do. This seems like, like the bread and butter for you. 
yeah, it's it's been a lot of times people don't know we do anything else, but we've <laughs> always done lots of other things. Yeah, well, the radio program began in 1984. And again, we do a lot of different types of topics, but one of the areas that we haven't talked about is our counter cult ministry. Uh, actually, KFUO is part of our history because back in 1988, I was asked to do a 10-day series with my pastor on KFUO to talk about witnessing to Jehovah's Witnesses. And that was a live program, and I could not believe the response we got from loved ones that had children or grandchildren our nieces or nephews involved, and they just needed to to find help. And, and so we, we do a lot of work individually with loved ones that have Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons in their families, not to necessarily help them just become equipped to witness, but to help them with their children and grandchildren who are involved. And that makes it much more difficult because it's hard when it's your loved one and it's a a belief that you don't believe in and then finding ways to keep the communication lines open and continue to love them and to continue to let them know you care about them and not to, not to get in arguments we never want anybody to to do that what's key in keeping those the the communication open in the relationship with loved ones who have joined an organization or another belief system? Yeah. Well, it's very hard. I had a Christian counselor just email me this morning asking for some just simple things that she can help someone that's in training and is in training with a family that's a Jehovah's Witness. She said, what can I tell her? How can I help her learn because this is challenging. You know, it's the, the, the client that she's working with is the ones that are Jehovah's Witnesses. But the main thing that I tell families, and we worked individually with a lot of family members, and for, well, some of them 30, 40 years already we've worked with them, is we do not want you to get in arguments. We want you to love each other and care for each other. Uh, the worst thing you can do is argue with them because they will cut you off and disfellowship you. They will stop talking to you. Uh, and that's a tragic thing when it happens because Jehovah's Witnesses disfellowship people all the time. So do Mormons. And when they do that, they stop talking to their loved ones. They stop going to meals with them. And and it's just tragic. It's It's tragic to see the hurt that can happen through those type of issues and and trying to help them understand how we continue to love them even in the midst of horrible challenges is is difficult but God can give us the grace and knowledge to be able to do that and he does what are some of the other areas you've been able to get into more recently now that you've Got a lot of years under your belt, been able to build up your radio and, and other ministries. What are some of the other things you've been able to do? Oh, golly. Um, <laughs> well, lots of lots of things. Not like in 2017, we expanded to the podcast. And, and I should mention 
our program is uh, aired on, right now I think it's 53 stations. All of them donate their airtime to us. But that started when Phyllis Wallace left Lutheran Hour and Lutheran Hour Ministries came to me and Lutheran and Family Shield and said, we don't want to lose this gospel outreach that we had through Phyllis's program, and we don't have anybody to take those stations over. Will you take them over? Well, that was a pretty quick yes. I knew God was saying yes. We'd been trying to expand the program. That was in 2005, I believe. And it was like, God opened this door and yeah, we'll have to work on some details and, and some extra staffing and things, but we're saying yes to that. And, and it, it's been a blessing to be able to be on all of these stations around the country. They don't charge us. They go and get their own advertisers, and, and, and we just love them all for that. It's, it's a real blessing. Now, recently, I understand you've partnered with Fa- Family Faith Reunion. Tell us a little bit about Family yes. Faith Reunion, and I know we'll talk more about this in future episodes, but maybe just a, uh, a little bit about the organization and, and how you're partnering together. Yeah, yeah. We merged with Paula Isaacson's ministry, Faith Family Reunion. She was a prodigal child who had left the faith, raised in a Lutheran home, and was gone from the faith for 25 years. And she didn't just not go to church. She she abandoned her faith during those years. And then 25 years later, the Lord called her back, powerfully called her back. And today she speaks and will be speaking for us on April 6th here in St. Louis about what happened to her, how this affected her, how it affected her parents, because her heart when she came back was for prodigal parents, parents that were so sad because their children, who they loved dearly, had left the faith or had abandoned the faith. And she does a lot to help those parents. And we want to connect with her and continue to to do that. And we saw the mission that we have and the mission that she has where we're witnessing to our loved ones. And this happens all the time through Faith Family Reunion and other ministries that we do. There's a lot of overlap, the countercult ministry and and some of the things that we do through through Family Shield, and now we see Faith Family Reunion and Family Shield Ministries as one organization. And we are asking God to continue to bless us so that we can grow into what we need to be able to have the staffing and the people that are so important to accomplish the work that we need to do. And that's gospel outreach beyond the walls of the church. Well, it really sounds like Family Shield Ministries has has found ways to serve, support, and you know, resource and equip families for all stages of life. We've talked mm-hmm. about caring for and supporting parents in those early years as they're raising children, and and now you know looking at parents of adult children and the things that they face in adult life, whether it's experiencing a cult or experiencing that that prodigal child and how to relate to and and still care for them and reach out to them. Yes. 
Yes. And it's important and it's, it, it doesn't happen overnight. And, you know, we're always looking, oh, there's a new need. Uh, how are we going to be able to fit that in? And um, uh, we pray about it. We ask the Lord to guide us. I've always said Family Shield is not my ministry. It is God's ministry. And we always wait for his open doors, as he did with Phyllis Wallace's programs and as he's done in so many other ways over the years. We wait for him to open and close doors. And and we pray a lot. And we invite our listeners from KFUO to join us in prayer. As you mentioned earlier, Family Shield Ministries has been a nonprofit for many years, but also has been a, a recognized service organization of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. What does it mean to be a recognized service organization, RSO? Oh, thank you for asking. Yeah, we're proud to be a recognized service organization of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. That means we partner with them in all that we do in reaching out beyond the walls of the church to help people come to know Christ, to grow in his word, and to find ways to help others be the light uh, of Christ wherever they are. And it's just a blessing for us to, to find the new things that he opens new doors that he opens. Sometimes he closes some doors for us too. And it's just a, we're just always blessed to see how we can accomplish all that he wants us to do. And again, prayer is so critical. We have a large prayer ministry as well. And we do take prayer requests through our website. So if anybody, you know, has a specific prayer request, feel free to to let us know about that. And what's the website for Family Shield Ministries? Sure. www.familyshieldministries.org. Very good. Our guest today, Kay Meyer, founder and director of Family Shield Ministries. Thank you so much for being our guest on The Coffee Hour. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Showing support for KFUO is now easier than ever. You can sport a KFUO shirt, swag, or even socks by visiting our online store. Go to kfuo.org slash store and order high-quality KFUO-branded merch. You no longer need to wait for our annual share for a chance to show your KFUO spirit. Visually share and wear this ministry out in the world by checking out our selection. Every purchase helps to support our proclamation of Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. Go to kfuo.org slash store.